turning to a new psalm this month, this week, uh, this month, Psalm 65. It's working chronologically through the book of Psalms. As I read this, I want you to, to, to listen, follow along in your Bible. You can find it there on page 660 in your, uh, the Bibles and the seats. Uh, I want you to listen and, and notice that there is a, a shift about midway after talking about our forgiveness of sins. Then it turns and talks about creation. And I want you to be thinking about how do these two things go together? I'm going to make a, a point here in my psalm meditation. Psalm 65. To the chief musician, a psalm of David, a song. Praises awaiting you, O God in Zion, and to you the vow shall be performed. O you who hear prayer, to you all flesh will come. Iniquities prevail against me. As for our transgressions, you will provide atonement for them. Blessed is the man you choose and cause to approach you, that he may dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, of your holy temple. By awesome deeds and righteousness you will answer us, O God of our salvation. You who are the confidence of all the ends of the earth and of the far-off seas, who establish the mountains by his strength, being clothed with power, you who still the noise of the seas, the noise of their waves, and the tumult of the peoples. They also who dwell in the farthest parts are afraid of your signs. You make the outgoings of the morning and evening rejoice. You visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain, for so you have prepared it. You water its ridges abundantly. You settle its furrows. You make it soft with showers. You bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness, and your paths drip with abundance. They drop on the pastures of the wilderness, and the little hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys also are covered with grain. They shout for joy. They also sing. As I said in this psalm, there's something of a shift. The first half of the psalm talks about our forgiveness of sins. Hear it in these words that God is a God who hears our prayers, that our iniquities prevail against him, and our transgressions are all there, but you provide atonement for our sins. And that Forgiveness, that salvation that we have, is then pictured in verse 4 as being brought into the presence of God. And that's a very powerful way to describe our salvation because once we were uh, enemies of God, we were alienated from him, we were living in darkness, but by Jesus Christ we are brought into God's presence. We are no longer his enemies, we are his children, his family. So that idea of being brought into the presence of God is one of, the, uh, one of the analogies or one of the ways that the Bible describes our salvations. It's, it's just really rich in thinking of our relationship to God. 
then the psalm shifts and begins to consider the richness of God, the goodness of God in creation. It describes it in, in really uh, wonderful, rich poetry that is given there. So God made all things. He's described as the God who created the mountains who are full of strength and power. And God who made them is full of strength and power. Not only did he make them, but he sustains them. He's the one who calms the seas, who are uh, the seas that no person can have any mastery over. That power of God is, is displayed. And then he says that the earth is, is visited by God. It is watered, enriched by him. There's a river of God that's full of water that provides for the increase of the ground, the grain that, that has been pre- uh, prepared. And then I really love the, the close here. You crown the year with your goodness. And the paths drip with abundance. They drop on the pastures of the wilderness. And the hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys also are covered with grain. They shout for joy and also sing. It's just a picture of the abundance of God that we are enjoy, that we are drawn into. And here's where the connection comes. The connection is that all throughout the scripture, there is this overarching story of God who made man to dwell with him in a beautiful, abundant garden are cast out because of their sin. And the promise is that you and I and all who believe in Jesus Christ will once more live with God in an abundant earth. Christ will come again, and there will be a new heavens and a new earth, and the end of the story is greater than the first, for there will be no darkness, there will be no sin. That will all be wiped away. And this highly poetic language is reminiscent of the Garden of Eden and prophetic of the new heavens and the new earth. And so this seeming shift in the psalm is no shift at all. Instead, it is calling your mind to the greatness, the goodness of God in our Savior. The one uh, that is offered to you, the ones who are drawn into this rich, fruitful abundance. Well, the paths do indeed drip with the abundance of God. Today we're going to sing the entirety of the psalm, but I've chosen to focus on the last section that, uh, that harkens back to the Garden of Eden, that prophetically looks forward to the new heavens and the new earth. And I I want you to sing that psalm all through the month, remembering what God has done to save you and how the very creation itself directs your attention to that. So let's do that. Let's sing the first portion of this psalm as it appears in the C selection. I invite you to stand to sing Psalm 65C.